podcast that covers the issues that matter most to the promotional products industry, from hard-hitting news to fun trends and analysis. I'm Teresa Hegel, Executive Editor of Digital Content, and today I'm joined by my colleague Christopher Ruvo, uh, the Digital News Director. And today we are going to talk about just some fun branded merch things that we've seen either in our reporting or just around the web. And we're going to kind of discuss like what they're all about and maybe how they kind of relate back to things that other um, decorators and distributors and suppliers and everybody in the industry can can do. So without further ado, hi, Chris. Hey, Teresa. How are you today? Oh, I'm, I'm pretty peachy. How are you? I'm great. All right. Um, so first thing we were going to talk about is the adult happy meals that mcdonald's has put out so this is a pretty recent thing they basically partnered with a popular streetwear brand uh, cactus plant flea market they're so popular um i've never heard of them but um no i mean i think that among we're, we're wear, old though so it doesn't yeah. count you know yeah exactly exactly <laughs> um but uh i think it's a pretty clever idea so basically they have the idea is that adults you know you never knew when your last Happy Meal is going to be. It's like this play on nostalgia. So now as an adult, you can get this limited edition um, Happy Meal that has four different figurines, sort of based, most of them are based on, you know, classic things like the Hamburglar um, and Grimace back from when, they, they had them when you were a kid, right? Is that from your era? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean like that, it's definitely playing on that, that nostalgia and that, you know, FOMO, of because it's limited edition um it's sort of so it's sort of like nostalgia with a twist because obviously the hamburglar did not have four eyes you know when we when we would get him um right. as children but it's apparently it's very very popular and i actually read a story today that um mcdonald's workers are actually asking people not to order these because it's like messing with um I don't know. It's, big, it's they're too busy, or it's just like it's just going. Oh, wow. Yeah. Hey, so, too bad. If I go, I'm getting one. <laughs> I think it might be one of those things that you have to order from their like app. You can't just oh, like really? do. Okay. Yeah. They really. That's a lot of these seem to push like the some kind of new product or service that they're offering. So like, if you want this special limited edition thing, it has to go through the app. Well, isn't that genius in a way though? Because it's like this full on very 2022 thing of ordering, you know, your fast food through an app in advance, but you're using, you know, uh, n nostalgia, millennial Gen X nostalgia to kind of drive that. So that's kind of, mm -hmm. that's fun. That's, it's, it, it is super creative, I think. Yeah, I think it's, a, I agree. I think it's a great idea. And yeah, you're, you're pushing like this, this new idea, but with, you know, promo, old school promo of old school things. So it, it gets the best of both worlds. Yeah, abs yeah, absolutely. Like I said, I want one. Do they still? Do you <laughs> happen to know? Do they still do the Halloween buckets at McDonald's? Do you remember those? Oh gosh, I'm not sure. Yeah. Is that was that like so you could take your trick or treating in in them? I think they gave out buckets. Maybe I'm maybe I'm remembering wrong. Like I said, I'm old. I I seem to remember getting a <laughs> Halloween bucket from from McDonald's of some variety. Yeah. I mean, it sounds it sounds plausible. I just don't know anymore. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, let's go to the next one. This is one yeah. that you picked out. Yeah, so I wrote about this one for, um, this was actually uh, the winner of our best distributor client promotion in our 2022 promo campaign awards. And um, the the 
the project was done by Trisha Thompson, who's with uh, the Image Source, uh, based out of Kirkland, Washington. And her client on this was um, was uh, this Australian-based uh, uh, wine company, Treasury Wine Estates, and they had uh, a particular brand, the Matua, that's M-A-T-U-A brand, that they really wanted to, um, I, I guess, get a lot of traction for in the United States. They felt that this brand could really appeal to the to the to the young, the hip, the uh, crowd, kind of be the wine for that for that demographic, right? But they knew they they really needed to hit the market hard because it's a it's you know it's a crowded landscape to uh, to compete in. So so what Trisha and uh, Matua teamed up to do was this whole really cool experiential um, marketing camp or marketing event um, that involved tons of branded merchandise. Basically, what they did is they went to Las Vegas. They um, had this this pool party. It was one of the first kind of like major like events such as this. Um, following like COVID shutdowns, this all occurred in 2021, and um, and Trisha came up with all this, all these custom products, um, all Matua branded that um, they used throughout this pool party event, to which um, influencers and young hip people were kind of invited to. Um, so she delivered products like. Um, custom patio umbrellas, floor decals, laminated table tents. Uh, there were pillows and menu cards. Um, there were these large uh, step and repeat Euro walls that people could use to take selfies and photographs with. Um, there was uh, sampling cups to try the wine, of course, and they had, they had Matua branding. Um, guests and staff got trucker hats and fanny packs and things like that. And when um, people who were invited to the pool party went to their um, to their rooms, in their rooms they got these um, these uh, welcome kits that also had Matua branded products like magnets and information on the event and badges, lanyards, et cetera, et cetera. There was uh, stickers in there in the rooms as well. So um, basically, they, they they created this 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 cool event and then pumped it full of custom, literally built from scratch products. Um, they had it built from scratch because the uh, the the particular brand color for Matua was a pr very particular type of blue that you couldn't just get in stock. So they had they had a custom build this. So all this creativity and and fun kind of went into it. And you say, well, how did that benefit uh, the brand? Well, in in a huge way. Uh, basically, they ended up. Um, they ended up getting covered. The party was covered along with pictures of like the merch and everything in Rolling Stone's online magazine. Rolling Stone online has like 10 million subscribers or something like that. They got um, over 1.8 million impressions on Instagram. And the event did help catalyze sales of Matua in the United States. Um, ultimately, they saw a double digit sales growth in uh, in 2021. That's double digit sales growth of the uh, you know Matua wine in the U.S. So a highly successful campaign and a, and a very um, you know creative one to boot. Yeah, and I mean you can just look at like some of the pictures, and if you are listening to us and not like watching the video, you can go to ASI Central and see them. But it's just like they created like. A whole environment it's like you're immersed in that the world of the matua wine like it's um <clears throat> there's so much different stuff with branding so basically anytime you're taking a photo you're going to be getting that logo somewhere but it doesn't look obnoxious i don't think it looks it looks cool it looks like a, the place you would want to be yeah, yeah ex exactly like um i mean it's not 
it's not uh, a mystery that young, attractive people having fun is like is kind of a draw in advertising. And they so they they were smart about like they knew the demographic they were going for. They got people who kind of represented the ideal version, if you will, of that of that demographic. And they got them to have fun at a really posh, cool uh, setting in, in Las Vegas poolside. Like who wouldn't want to go to that party? Right. So, yeah. you know, they they just did it all right. And And when you're putting yourself out there in that way, the merch can't be shoddy or second rate or have like a like a like the, this was done quickly without much thought like it had to look like fashionable it had to, it had to look like where it says matua you don't you, you want to you know if you replaced it with armani or something maybe it's a little much it shouldn't yeah. look out of place right and it, and, right. It, and it didn't given the kind of merch that they that they had right it has to be things that people want things that people are going to want to take home with them it has to have that covetable like oh i wish i were there i wish i got that thing yeah um, for sure all right, and so the next thing that we have is Starburst uh, created this biometric safe for what they're calling like unshareable packs of all pink Starbursts, because I guess <laughs> the pink the pink flavor is the one that everyone wants. Um, actually, I think pink is my favorite Starburst flavor. I mean, strawberry, I guess, is what it is. Okay. What What's your favorite? I, yeah, I haven't had it in so long. I, I, I don't know. They had watermelon at one point, didn't they? Oh, I don't know. I guess would that be a green Starburst? I don't know. They're always changing the flavors, but I think the yeah. pink is considered like the premium one. Everyone loves the pink Starburst. There, I got it. <laughs> so basically, uh, what they did was create this um, this biometric safe that you know only you are able to open, and that held the the packs of Starburst in them. I think it was one of those things where. Maybe there's like a limited edition you could like win a you could sign up for it and win the win a prize to get this this safe. Um, but it was sort of like all kind of centered around this idea of self-care because I think there must be some kind of like social media um saying where it's like, you know, don't worry, you're a pink starburst, you're a pink starburst, where you're kind of like building yourself up. So they were playing off of that. So it's the idea of like self-care and like kind of me time and just like not having to share your pink starburst. So I, you actually I, I have think there's t-shirts safe. that say that too, that I am a pink starburst. If not, someone should get on that. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. For sure. Um, and of course, you know, once you've eaten all the starbursts, you can use this, you know, branded safe for whatever you want to, to store in it. But I think it's just, a really clever kind of over the top idea of showing like people really, really love the pink starburst so much that they're willing to lock them up. Um, it also reminds me a few years ago, I think it was Ben and Jerry's ice cream had came out with, um, it was a lock, a lock for the, the pints so that nobody would steal your ice cream, which um, is a similar idea. Like just, and it's showing like, you know, the idea that these things are are coveted people want this stuff they're they want it so much that they're willing to try to steal it from you and you have to like keep it away from them so it kind of it builds that that idea up which is fun yeah totally i could i, I definitely regarding the ben and jerry's lock i could use that in in my house with the way they get yeah, after the sure. ice cream here particularly that brand um yeah i love i love this too if when you come up with something like this like you know it's going to generate like media coverage, right? Like, like just like, cause it's such a unique idea and it's such a kind of out there thing. I think it's the kind of thing that people are going to be willing to, and by media, I mean, social media and tradition, traditional media, right? Like people are going to like, when they see this, they're going to be like, oh, that's weird and kind of cool and, 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 and share it just as like a, oh, that's strange. Did you see this? Or that's unique. So I, I think it's, um, if for nothing else, it's just such a conversation piece, right? Like obviously it piqued your attention and we're chatting about it now because it's just something that you don't see it every day and that uniqueness 
tied in with that it, with the fact that it's actually kind of working for what that particular product is, right? It's some ooh, it's something valuable, something everybody wants. Like it built it it builds that and it works all together. And I think I think you have a win. Yeah, and then another thing to mention is that yes, they didn't make that many of them. But if you deploy it smartly on on social media and kind of release this idea, you don't need to make a lot because yeah. it's going to get that word of, of of mouth, that buzz going, um, and the people that do have it are, are sure to share it. So it's gonna it's going to like speak more volumes than if you just like kind of thrown a bunch of I don't know like keychains at, at people. It, right. It's you know like you're you're creating something unique and custom and with a specific purpose, telling a specific story. Um, so you don't need to mass produce it. Mm-hmm. Was it? Do you happen to know? Is it sent to like in, like influencer? Like who did they target this to? Do you know? I'm not sure. I think it was more like you could sign up for. I think they might have partnered with like a uh, self care kind of influencer to like okay. market this. And yeah. I think it was like a limited edition thing that you could um, like a contest you would sign up oh, for. Oh, got it. Like sign up. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I wish I would have known. <laughs> right. <laughs> I need one of these. Yeah. All right, so our next one is this custom Amazon backpack. All right, so this is a little different than um, some of the other case studies that we're, that we're discussing in that it was more internally focused. But since it's Amazon, it happened on such a large scale. I, re- I you know, and brands don't get bigger than Amazon, of course. So like, thought it was interesting to bring up. So, um, so this involves a, a distributor, uh, Hitex or Hitex Marketing down in Florida uh, did this um, for Amazon. Basically, they created a um, a custom backpack that looks identical as you could see if you're watching this on video to like an Amazon del- delivery box. All yeah, right? down to and the smile and the the tape, um, the UPC, just everything. Everything, yeah. Everything about the piece was custom. It was made to resemble the delivery box. It featured a special fabric. It had that, that as you said, Teresa, that realistic Amazon tape style decoration kind of running down the center. Um, and the the idea with this was that um, it was actually an, an HR department that was focused on certain uh, Latin American countries where, um, excuse me, where um, Amazon has operations. And they really wanted to build uh, the rapport with, um, it was, I think, more than 10,000 employees that were um, scattered across Brazil, Colombia, Costa Rica, and Mexico. So yeah, you know, you had different countries. So you know, Latin America is not a, a single unit, you know, there's all cultural distinctness to each country. So you really had to come up with something that could work cross borders, you know, something that would have Amazon branding on it and that be, you know, be unique and that people would actually want to use. And they really feel like they 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 kind of hit the ball out of the park with this. Um, uh, the the reaction from employees was they they loved it. They felt like they got like this really unique, really special gift that was you know different than than anything they'd received in the past. The um the backpack even had a QR code on it, so that when you scanned it, it um you would go to a website like an HR related website, and there was more information there. So it was just a way of creating another bridge of communication between the HR folks and the people they were trying to reach, who was the, who was the the employees. Um, the the backstory on it's pretty interesting how how they got it uh, or how high 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 tech marketing uh, they created a whole bunch of products like this all themed around this idea of like Amazon products or Amazon services and um, and ultimately it was the backpack that they that they went with because they felt that that would have a lot of you know utilitarian purpose for for the employees taking stuff to and from work and wherever else they might be going but also because it does travel so much and it's seen on the outside so much it really becomes 
you know, it's a cliche, but like that walking billboard for um for for the company and everything. So it was such a win, in fact, that the um that this was done as a holiday gift uh, a few years back. That um that 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 particular HR uh, client within Amazon came back again to the distributor to do another campaign in the subsequent couple years and also introduced them to other buyers um, within that Amazon framework. So now they've, they've, that distributor has branched out to doing all kinds of solutions for, um, for, for Amazon. And so it was just a huge win, a creative project, and, and one that even though it was internally focused, really built the brand beyond just the Amazon family. Yeah, so they were thinking outside the box, but no, they ended up back in the box. I guess. Yeah. Yes. Very good. Very um, good. Would you Would you use this backpack if someone gave it to you? So I I would just like just because I like the unique factor of it, like like it's 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 quirky and and weird. And I I know there's some who would say, oh yeah, it's a great idea, but it's gonna sit in the closet. From what I heard from the distributor, and I, you know, was I there on the ground in Mexico confirming this? No, I was not. But like, is that is that it? Employees are using it and they do like it um, because it, there's a there's a sense of pride of being associated with a big company like Amazon. So it's like, you know, I, I work there. That's, that's cool. You know, like I'm doing well. So, um, take that for what it's worth, you know? And, and so I do think that it is getting actual practical use yeah. too. Well, I mean, it, to me, it's got a very, it's a very bold style to just mimic the box like that, but it actually reminds me of certain like designer things that you would see on the runway. They do things like that where they, you know, or especially for like purses and, and bags and stuff like that. So I actually think that it has, kind of that higher end like designer kind of look a little wacky maybe but i i could see people you know wearing this as like a fashion thing too yeah t yeah t t totally and i like again i think like there's just the, the novelty it's not like it's so much of a novelty factor in this in the sense that it's just like quote weird you know where mm -hmm. people where people are gonna be like oh that's really unique but i'm never gonna actually like wear that you know it's like enough to where it's creative and out and and outside the box but it's but it's not but it's not so much over the top that you wouldn't actually you'd be like feel like awkward using it in my opinion right yeah. right for sure for sure all right so this one is from the canadian company tim hortons they put out a line of of merch for coffee day which was not too long ago maybe a month or so ago um but it was like a whole a whole line of stuff on, uh, around the idea of tim's run club because you know the idea i mean for us it would be a duncan's run right but this can can canadia mm -hmm. i was gonna call it canadia canadia canada canada is different than us um oh, and they don't they go on tim's runs um mm -hmm. so it's kind of it's you know athletic wear like as if you were going for a run but you're going for a run to go get your coffee and and right. tim bits um <laughs> But the thing that I thought was really clever about this is they have um, a premium windbreaker, which included a dedicated breakfast sandwich pouch, which I think was like insulated, so it would keep your breakfast sandwich warm. Um, and then the, the left elbow had padding on it, so you have added comfort when you're grabbing your order through the drive-through. Oh, I see. Um, okay. Yeah. All right, I got so it. yeah, so <laughs> I thought like it just. And it's, I mean, like you can see that. I can. I think you can see that with windbreaker if you're if you're watching this. It's not. It doesn't look weird like you wouldn't know like oh there's a insulated you know jacket pocket it just looks like a yeah, windbreaker yeah. but yeah, knowing yeah. it has those extra kind of silly features i think makes it really fun and really leans into the idea of going for um you know your coffee at, at uh tim hortons in the morning so yeah, I, I, I thought it was cool 
I love that. That I I didn't know that about the el- the elbow support or pad. that's that's fantastic. That's that's such a that's that's such a unique way to like kind of bring that out and kind of tie into what they're doing, which is you're going on you're going on that run for coffee. You know, I love I love that, and I actually think the windbreaker looks pretty cool. Yeah, I mean it does have the whole like uh, thing with the slides and the uh, hats and and pants and everything. It has that really cool like you know workout wear but like cool workout wear you could wear yeah. it you know it transitions for sure absolutely yeah like you could you could be hanging out in that for sure yeah <laughs> yeah and i mean we've seen i think we've seen in other um other companies that have done things with like i think was it uh red lobster that had like the pouch for like the the biscuits yes. i i was gonna i was even gonna mention this a little i don't think we have slides on it but i was gonna <laughs> mention it um that it was a couple of christmases ago uh Red Lobster did a sweater that had a pouch particularly for keeping your your, your biscuits in because everybody loves those biscuits. And the pattern, it was done in like a holiday pattern sweater, but what they had on it was, it was, oh, what the heck was it? It was like shrimp and it was the biscuits themselves and it was like snowflakes and lobsters and stuff like that, but all done in holiday colors and a holiday pattern with that, with that little biscuit pouch, which was, which was cute and fun, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like it's those things. I don't know if anyone would actually use it for that purpose, but just the idea of it is such social media bait. And it's yes. just such a clever, it's a clever thing that people like, like you said, that was a few years ago. I still think about it. I still remember yeah. it. So yeah. it definitely did its job. Oh, for sure. For sure. And I, I remember when it came out, it got like, like, all, all, like, you know, all pop culture sites, sites that focus on like merch and stuff like that were all covering it like like going bonkers for it and it was getting so much tread because of yeah because it was unique and people like that's a great idea you know yeah so great that i guess tim hortons copied them a few years later yeah (laughs) Yeah, put their own spin on it though they went they went a little step further but and uh, the elbow the elbow thing is all them yeah, yeah for sure all right, now we have another one. This is Iams, uh, I guess they're Strong Dogs Frisbees. What is this, Chris? Yeah, so so we said Frisbees, so you know that it's, it is a Frisbee. When you first look at this, though, and if you're watching on the video, it really does look like a weight, right? It looks like a mm-hmm. weight you'd do, do curls with or whatever, or, or whatever. Um, but in fact, it's a Frisbee. And the idea behind this was, um, you know, the dog food brand, they wanted, they wanted to show that their food makes your dog stronger and healthier and, and everything like that. So they came up with, it's, it's, of course, it's just a Frisbee. It's light. Um, or what are we supposed to call it? The non-brand? Oh, a, flying sorry, disc. a flying disc. A I'm flying sorry, disc. I, I did, I did a fail. I put Frisbees yeah. on there. Probably yeah. So, sorry. so, so for, for everybody like us who calls it Frisbee, we'll also call it flying disc. But anyway, the flying discs, um, uh, it's 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 lightweight the way you'd expect that that particular product to be, um, but uh, but it has the appearance of a weight. So it really was like in a very simple yet effective way, hammering home that your dog's gonna be strong. Look what it could carry if it um, if you know you you eat our particular dog food. And um, this one was not actually domestic, as I understand it. Um, I didn't write about this one. I just I found it online. Um, it, it happened in Australia, and one, at least one of the ways that it was uh, distributed was they were just going to dog parks and like giving giving it giving these out to people, which I, you, that's like ultimate because it's it's free, it's a fun little cool product. You're taking it right to people where they could use it with with one of the most beloved things in their lives, which is their dog, you know. And it's and to me that's like that's like as grassroots marketing as it gets done in a really creative, simple, and relatively inexpensive way. I mean, it's not a super duper expensive product to produce mm-hmm. you know but yet it's creative and speaks to your market perfectly yeah and i love the idea of just kind of going to where people are and, and meeting them and giving them the gift as they 
would be able to use it. It reminds me of, this is a story that I tell a lot because I just thought it was so cool. A few years ago, a new Wawa opened up um, nearby ASI's main office. And I, I was with some people who happened to be having a picnic outside, like on the lawn. And they came, someone from Wawa came up and just gave us each um, like branded insulated lunch boxes filled with like coupons and like a coffee mug and all kinds of, of stuff like that. And I think about it all the time. And I mean, I already loved Wawa, but that that definitely like shot that love like through the roof. So, you know, why don't you don't have to wait for people to come to you like you can figure out like creative ways to um, hand out the merch to people and it'll it might have more of an impact that way. Yeah, I, I think so. For I think so for sure. If you could, if there's, you know, it's not always feasible, of course, but if you can have that that in person personal touch in a setting where people are actually going to use that the product that you're giving them, like, how can you beat that? Yeah, yeah. So I think those are the the main things that I wanted us to to show everyone today. Um, is there anything else that you wanted to add? Any other like lessons or just really fun ones that you just have to to mention before we end? I'll say I'll say I'll say a fun one real quick. There's um similar. This was a holiday season a year or two back. I forget when. Um, C Campbell's Chunky, the soup brand, they did um a a dad hat that came with a spork, and the and the hat had like a like a holder for your for their you know Campbell's Chunky branded. Sp spork on the side mm -hmm. and i thought it was so clever right? because like again if people are going to really wear it a ton probably not but it got like a ton of um a, a ton of media coverage again social and traditional because it was so unique and it spoke particularly to how that brand campbell's chunky kind of frames themselves it's like a soup that eats like a stew so you kind of need the spork to to, mm -hmm. to get in there with all those chunky bits you know so i liked the creativity of that i liked the way that it worked for the brand and i've always just remembered that as being kind of a fun like little little holiday thing. How about you? Yeah, yeah. My other one actually, I wrote about it a couple of years ago. It was another holiday one. It was, I believe, Sam Adams had a mitten that had like a. It was like a mitten koozie or can cooler, sorry, um, <laughs> that you would actually, you know, put on, and it was like a beautiful knit like mitten with like the Sam Adams logo, and you would put your beer in it, and then you could like be outside in the winter and like drink your beer. It would be cold, but your hand would be warm. Yeah. And the reason I remember it is because I told my dad about it and he was like, you need to get me that for Christmas. <laughs> and, so, and so I did. I did. I actually won Christmas that year because at first it was sold out, but I was able to put my name on a, wait a waiting list and I was able to get him that that Sam Adams beer mitten. Oh my gosh, how fantastic is that? Yeah, see, so see it like, like maybe maybe that's a, one of the lessons we, we've certainly come across today is that is that practicality works too. Mm -hmm. You know, like you could be creative and fun, but if it's practical, done in a unique way, that like 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 the frisbee slash flying discs, like that, like the, like what you just mentioned, that's that is that's fantastic. Yeah, so I always I do like to bring that story up because it really does show that like, um, you know, clever branded merch, clever promotional products, things that are useful. People want them. People like mm -hmm. them. Like he wanted me to get that for him and yeah. I did. So win-win <laughs> for Sam Adams. Yeah, exactly. All right. Thank you so much for joining us today. Um, I'm Teresa Hegel and this is Pro Wins.